Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by the East Baton Rouge Parish School System, inspiring humanity through transformational learning in the classroom and community. Initiatives like Pathways to Bright Futures allow students to graduate high school with an associate degree or an industry-based credential along with their high school diploma. More information at ebrschools.org. From Mansur's on the Boulevard, we're out to lunch with Stephanie Regal. It's business, Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. Most of us spend our days at work, whether that's at the office or in this new post-COVID world in some sort of hybrid virtual workspace. But whatever it is, it's probably pretty serious and grown-up stuff. But imagine if you spent your workday doing something totally fun and goofy, the kind of thing that most people do at parties or on vacation. And better still, if you came to this profession from the kind of uptight, serious job that most of us have. With me today to discuss this is Stephanie Morris, owner of Balloonatics of Baton Rouge, a local business that specializes in balloon arts and entertaining. That includes everything from the balloon animals and sculptures you see at carnivals and kids' birthday parties to high-end decorative walls for corporate events and galas. And that's not all. Stephanie travels the country now, demonstrating her techniques at trade shows and competitions. Who knew there was such a thing? It's not at all what she envisioned she would be doing back in 2013 when she left her job as an environmental engineer to hang out her shingle as a balloon artist and entertainer. In the years since, Balloonatics has grown beyond Baton Rouge to New Orleans and areas in between. Stephanie, it is such a fun business and just fun story. I can't wait to hearing more about it. Thanks for being here today. Thank you, Stephanie. Joining me and Stephanie at the table is Herb Peart, co-owner of Pedal Pub of Baton Rouge, a party bike or a bar on a bike that takes customers on a sightseeing tour of the city while entertaining them on this contraption that also plays music. You may have seen one of these with a bunch of bachelorette party goers singing and laughing very loudly in Nashville or New Orleans or now downtown Baton Rouge and wondered who is behind this idea. Well, Herb and his wife, Chandra, and their business partners, Ashley and Carl Thomas, brought Pedal Pub to the Capital Region in late 2021 as franchisees. In the years since, they have grown the concept. Now they are doing up to a dozen tours a week. And Herb, like Stephanie, this is not what you thought you would be doing. It's not something you ever dreamed of doing, but it fell into place after Hurricane Laura, mm-hmm. when y'all were in Lake Charles, which is where you're still based and you come back and forth between Lake Charles and Baton Rouge. Correct. All right. Well, welcome to Out to Lunch. And Thank you for you having also me. have such a fun story. Stephanie, I want to start with you because you were an environmental engineer, which seems like such a very different thing than a balloon artist. The funny part about that is whenever I used to tell people what I did for a living, uh, I was always a big loud presence in the room and and they'd ask what I did for a living and I would say I'm an engineer and they would say you don't you don't seem like an engineer (laughs) and now when people ask what I do for a living I'm like oh I'm a clown and they're like yeah that that (laughs) that tracks you know that sounds more like it so um it couldn't have been more different I was a really good math science all the way through school so whenever I started at LSU 
I didn't know what I wanted to major in. I just opened up the book to uh, the book that had all the majors, and there was a um, the Engin- College of Engineering, and I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. And then the first one was Biological and Agricultural Engineering, and I was like, yep, that one. So I kind of just th- threw, threw the, the book open, and first thing that was there, that was the one I chose. So um, to go from that every day, to to doing this was a huge difference but now I can't imagine ever doing anything else that's so fantastic now Herb your day job was and still is kind of fun I would imagine you're a golf pro and most people would think that that's a be a great job but now you have this very robust side business here in Baton Rouge Pedal Pub what brought you to to Pedal Pub so um as you mentioned earlier, Stephanie, um, we were involved in Hurricane Laura. Lake Charles was a direct hit. And um, due to uh, my wife's job and as well partly mine's, we had to return to the city a little bit earlier than most. So we were still in the initial shock and awe moment. So it was roughly two, three days after the hurricane. Wow. So every day was monotonous, getting up, gas for the generator, water, food. We just didn't have it. We had to survive literally day to day and it was non-stop from sun up to sundown mm-hmm. after about a week of that you know it's like gosh we really need a break so a cousin of mine called me up and says hey birthday's coming up uh why don't you come to houston and hang out my wife and i said perfect we need this getaway let's do it so my cousin says hey we're gonna get on this bike and we're gonna ride around i said uh usually we go to a bar for your birthday but okay fine whatever right uh-huh. And so I get there, and we pull up. The bike's parked outside, and I'm still looking like, oh, God, I'm just ready to get this over with. I don't want to do it. We hop on the bike. We make our first stop after a Jello shot, can of beer, a <laughs> couple of wings. And two hours later, I'm like, um, can we make another block or two for another hour? I'll pay for it. And so um, as my wife and I were riding, we were thoroughly enjoying it. And I've, yeah. I've, I frequent Houston often, you know, and – I was able to see parts of Houston that I've never seen before. What do I mean by that? The area that we did our tour in, I was very, very familiar with, but not from that aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so then I kind of got away. I forgot where I was. I was enjoying myself. And I said, why not have this back home? And why isn't this anywhere in the state of Louisiana? I mean, let's face it. New Orleans is a tourist attraction. Everybody likes to go there and have fun. Why is it not there? Baton Rouge is kind of the same place. Huh, Baton Rouge. So why not put it in our state's capital? And so that's kind of where we started. And that's, that's why we're, a great how we're here. Story. And it would seem to me like it really wouldn't even matter. Like almost the smaller the city, the better. Because if you make your own party on the on the wheels, right? Correct. And you're all together. And, Correct. And you get to see things at a different angle. That's it. That's it. So how long well, let me let me bring Stephanie back into the conversation now so you're an environmental engineer and you decide that you want to do the balloon the balloon business how what was the first step that well at first of all I never thought I was going to start a business it was uh my church wanted me to do uh children's like uh they wanted me to do children's entertainment at community events so I told them I think I made a balloon dog one time they're like great you're in charge here's they gave me a pack of balloons and they gave me a pump and I was like, okay, I'll figure it out. And the, it came with like this little piece of paper that showed you how to make a couple things. And I thought that was gonna be the extent of it. And then um, 
I went to New Orleans for a concert and I was sitting at Cafe du Monde and there was a street performer and he was making these lavish designs and stuff and, and everybody, I noticed everybody at Cafe du Monde was staring at him and not just the kids in line but all the adults were enjoying right. it and I love uh, performing, I love, I've always loved telling jokes and everybody kind of, everybody look at me real quick. And so I just loved it. it. I couldn't take my eyes off this guy, and I decided I wanted to try that. So every day on my lunch break, I would learn how to make a new thing, and I'd give it to the people in my office to take home to their kids. And then somebody was like, okay, well, can you come do my son's party? I'm like, what do you mean, do a party? Well, can you come, and how much? And I was like, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Give me $50. I don't know. And um, so I did my first party for a, a lady in my office and another one for a friend. And then this posse of clowns found out that I was in town, like the, like this whole clown mafia. And they came to me and they're like, what do you mean? You're doing balloons at parties. We don't know you. No, they were actually really nice. And they were like, okay, here's what we charge. Here's what we do. You should come hang out with us, and you can see how we do things. And so they kind of pulled me in. So I, I do have an insane clown posse that I can blame <laughs> oh, on everything. I love it. I love but it. they, um, so they brought me in. They're like, "Here's what you charge," because that's what we charge. I said, "Okay." And um, one day they told me, you know, you should stop your job and you should do this full time. And I thought they were insane. Um, but then I got to the point where I was working every night at restaurants, making balloons for kids. And then I was doing parties on the weekends and I was working 40 hours a week, at least at an engineering job. And at the end of the day, I knew something had to give. So when I started doing competitions, I actually ran out of vacation time. And I was, I would win a competition and then they'd invite me to the next one and the next one. And my boss said, um, well, you're, you're out of vacation time. And I was like, well, <laughs> so that he was, was it, he huh? was really cool with me going part-time when he needed me, he called me and when he didn't, I'd be doing this. And within about three months of that, it, it, it just had yeah. snowballed into a, a busy, I mean, we, and then we started doing the balloon decor on accident and that's when the company really blew up, no pun intended, but uh, it really uh, blew uh. up with the decor because balloon decorations are so big right now. Well, and I do want to talk about that because I think that's really interesting. But, um, Herb, I want to bring you back into the conversation here. Mm -hmm. Because, so here you are after Hurricane Laura and your city is sort of decimated and, and you have this great idea. Was, was Chandra immediately on board and was it difficult to, to find the partners and then you had to research what, what company, I suppose? I mean, you didn't think about doing it on your own. You went to look for yeah, someone who was licensing. It, it required a good bit of research. Um, actually, on our way back home from Houston in the two-hour time span, um, by the way, my wife's an engineer by trade, so you can obviously understand the hamster wheel was, <laughs> yeah. it was on Going. full speed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So she in, was maybe raising all of the really relevant questions. In right? two uh -huh. hours, the but if. she <laughs> narrowed down to about three companies that we needed to look at. Awesome. And so, um, you know, even though we were still in recovery mode and day-to-day -day mode, we started the wheels turning as far as, you know, looking into who we needed to, you know, partner up with and get this going. Um, Ashley and Carl are actually friends of ours. We've been knowing them for years. That's great. Uh, great couple. Their family's our family and vice versa. And so um, 
time to time we've often discussed you know different business um, possibilities and things that we could we could try to do and so um, we, you know we said hey let's bring them in on it and let's let's rock and roll so we get to our typical weekly hookups on the weekends and it says hey guys we tried this out what do you think and it was like, yes, we're on board, 100%. Oh, Let's go with it. Fun. And so ever since then, we've just been kind of pushing down this road of getting Pedal Pub started. And so here we are. So, yeah. So how many do you have? Do you, you have one actually, one actual pub on wheels? So we have two bikes. Two bikes, okay. Located here in the city of Baton Rouge, yes. And, and has Baton Rouge been good to work with? Or was it difficult to get a license for this? Were so there a lot of regulatory hurdles? That's a fun story in itself, in a good way. Um, the interesting thing about it was obviously they've never seen anything like this. <laughs> so it was just kind of like looking at this UFO, so to speak. And they're like, how do we regulate this? How do we go about dealing with this? What do you do? What should you do to right. drive it? And so we've basically created a market, so to speak, or a niche uh, for the city to venture down. And, and they've been very helpful um, as well as we've been helpful, you know, helpful towards them as far as creating this new um, I don't know, entertainment business, kind of, so to speak. What are you licensed as? Because you're not a bar, and you don't right. serve the Correct. or sell the beer yourself. Mm-hmm. Correct. So but. we're basically categorized as a as tourist industry, <laughs> and we're kind of treated as such. But yet, you still have to have a permit or an ID to actually drive or control the contraption or the bike. So based on that, it's just kind of deemed like that. So it's not a taxi cab <laughs> and it's, it's not a pedicab either. Right. And those are the only two other forms of mass transportation other than a, uh, an actual bus driving downtown. So we've created our own category. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to Herb Peart of Pedal Pub of Baton Rouge and Stephanie Morris of Balloonatics of Baton Rouge. So, Stephanie, back to you. Um, you say y'all really took off when you started using your balloons as, for decorations, decorative backdrops, adult parties, yes. not just the one-off kitty things, the cute little mm-hmm. dog like you made me here on the table that I wish everybody could see. <laughs> What's what's behind this? Um, because we had somebody on this show a couple of years ago who did like the flower walls. Mm-hmm. You know, is it people are just more extravagant and creative with decorations today? Is it the backdrops we need for our selfies? Yeah, I think that everything's about a picture now. Everything's mm-hmm. a selfie. Um, any party I do, whether it's for a 16-year-old or a 60-year-old, it's all about the pictures and the memories. So creating a backdrop is probably one of the biggest things people people uh, book us for. But what happened was uh, balloons changed. It went from being the more classic decor, which was, uh, you know, the old arches and the helium bouquets and stuff like that, that was really popular, let's say, at a a birthday party. It went from that to um, about, I'd say, about 10 years ago or so, this organic style came into play, and these florists were actually doing it. And it was a more elegant, um, grown-up look where all the balloons are different sizes and different textures. And and it was kind of a mess for anybody who did balloons because we were very, everything was the same size and everything had to be exact. And it was very precise. So in my mind, again, the engineering mind, I want everything to line up perfectly. So going from that and trying to absorb (laughs) this whole whimsical flow of things and and random which i don't do random 
everything is precise. But that was the style. So it went, that took it from, we want this for a party to, we want this for our wedding. Well, when you go from just doing parties to doing parties, bridal showers, baby showers, weddings, corporate events, um, we've decorated hotels for Mardi Gras down in New Orleans, we've done ballrooms, but I think that's the difference is it went from being something for kids to being, nobody 20 years ago wanted balloons at their wedding, like kind of, oh, that's a little tacky, and now everybody wants it, so we're just... We're kind of following that trend, and just like with the flower walls, I know uh, we work a lot with a modern debutante who does the flower mm-hmm, walls, and mm-hmm. and we um, we're constantly working with the shimmer walls, the flower walls, all those companies, uh, the marquee letters. That's yeah. another big trend in parties. So it's and the balance how do you between that. Price them? Are you do you charge by the hour? It's or by usually the number by of the balloons? size. So we go by size. Our balloons are. All of our competitors, I mean, they make stuff a certain size, and we go bigger. Our thing is everything is bigger. We want it to, when you walk in, we want everybody's jaw to drop. So I know a couple of years back we did a giant install for, um, I think it was Best Dress Ball, and it was magnificent. Uh, gold balloons coming up out of a piano. How many balloons? Oh, gosh. And that that one an garland idea. was probably, I would say, at least seven, 800 giant balloons they were 24 inch uh balloons so it went all the way up to the ceiling in the river center um it's it's one of my favorite pictures on our instagram but it um something like that it people were able to see it as different and and a lot of the instagram um bloggers and people like that they wanted it so like you said, anything you could take a selfie in front of, that's what people are wanting. Right, right, right. Y'all both work with such interesting physical things, right? Mm-hmm. Balloons with texture and herb your pedal pub. Um, do y'all own your pedal pubs? Are you, as a, as a franchisee, um, how does it work with, with the parent company? So as a, as a franchisee, the company, um, our company, basically, we buy into the franchise. Okay. And then um, the assets we purchase, which is part of the buy-in process. So essentially, the business owns it. Uh-huh. Um, and then we obviously manage. Uh, we rent out or lease out our services from Pedal Pub, so they help us on the back end. And how so. long is a tour? Typical tour. Of uh, downtown typical tour is about right? two hours. Mm-hmm. That's about two hours. It pretty much goes from I-10 Bridge to State Capitol. So that's kind of the area that we work within, um, and from River Road to Fifth Street. Nice. That kind of gives you an idea of the area that we roam around. So. And you stop at three pubs along the way. Three or pubs, uh, restaurants. Um, there's a num- you name them. So Bengal Tap Room, Bujo and Thibodeau, Happy's, uh, just to name a few. Um, one of the stops we have on our bike, and it, and it depends, like we have three different tours, one kind of like laid back, mature scene. So that type of tour will probably stop at places like Blend, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a wine dive in Baton Rouge, which most people don't know about. I have no clue why, <laughs> right? It's great. Um, it's a great place. Yeah. yeah, right? The atmosphere is flat out amazing yeah. in there. I love that restaurant. Um, another place we would stop on a laid back tour would be Restaurant Culture. Sure. That is probably, uh, I'm a foodie. Okay. I love food um, and I love great spirits. So I'm a big time whiskey and bourbon drinker. So 
they have both. <laughs> and right. why is it that people don't really know about this place? I don't know, but you know, that's part of our business. We want to expose people to Especially different. Especially downtown. There's yeah. so many cool places downtown. Exactly, exactly. And I, I just, most people don't even know that there's a rum distillery downtown. That's yeah, right. It's one of we, my favorite yeah. places to decorate. Yeah. So it's beautiful. So we have three different tours that'll give you the different atmosphere. You nice. want a party atmosphere, Boudreaux and Thibodeau. And how many mm-hmm. people take your tour? How many fit on one? Uh, one bike one? and can fit up to 16 people. Wow, that's so great. Sometimes we have people, they'll rent out a few seats. They'll rent out a whole bike. Sometimes they'll rent out two bikes. That's where it really gets cool. <laughs> <laughs> is there a minimum that's needed? I'm sorry. Is there a minimum that's needed to um, control the bike at one time? Um, generally speaking, about three to four helps to kind of pedal this okay. thing down the road stabilize mm-hmm. it sort of um more so just uh providing power um you know the engine that's on there is just more like a, it takes the resistance off mm-hmm. and then you're you're basically the motor of the bike it's it's mm-hmm. not just two wheels it's not literally a bike it's more like a trike or is it a or is it a four-wheeler uh, it's a four-wheeler it's a four-wheeler mm-hmm. so it's well balanced mm-hmm mm-hmm Okay. Which is good, especially if you've had a few drinks, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, but we've, we've got seats for everybody. I mean, not every seat is pedaling. You've got some seats where you don't have to pedal. And, so. and like Stephanie said, six, 16 to 60, I would assume most of your customers tend to be on the younger end. But, I mean, do you have a range? Oh, no. It's all over. I mean, we have a minimum, which is the minimum age to basically reach pedals, which would be about 12 years old. Okay. But outside of that, we've had parties up to people where they were 60 and above that oh, were on the mic. That's so, great. I mean, it's for everybody. That's great. Mm-hmm. And it's not just for people that drink. I mean, we've sure. had we've had we've had 16 year olds do their sweet. We had a young lady did a sweet 16 birthday party. Right. Oh, that's awesome. And so when you look at it, yeah, pedal pub, but more so an event space on wheels. Mm-hmm. That's really like pedal that's party. Really, yeah, exactly. It's pedal. a party on a bike. Stephanie, um, yeah. I gotta ask you how you transport 800 balloons. What, this is what I'm. What do you? Yeah. I mean, physically, it's, how do you do that? Oh, that's right where the magic happens. Santa's <laughs> workshop of elves. So those some of our stuff is so some of our stuff is so big it won't go through a door. So like the one we did at um, the River Center for Best Chess Ball a few years back, that one we couldn't have gotten that through a door if we wanted to. So we had to build that on site. So some of the stuff we do for LSU football is so, you know, the, uh, w- those have to be built on site just because unless you've got a big double door, you're not going to get these balloons through there. Um, but we, gosh, uh, U-Haul is our best friend. We probably rent yeah. more 15-foot and uh, more 15-foot trucks than anybody. I mean, we're constantly, and it's only two of us with the company. And we do, um, I mean, we've done 15, 16 events a week. And I'm, I would say we're going, we're probably purchasing uh, up to $1,000 worth of materials a week just and to you, produce what we, what we make. And we're working around the clock, seven days a week, both of us. Wow. So and that's it? You don't hire temporary labor to help no, you? No, I, I, I keep saying, oh, I'm going to hire, I'm going to hire. But it's, it's kind of like when it's your baby. You know, the, the my partner who's with me, um, he's been with me for five years, and he knows exactly how it needs to look. Sometimes he's even more precise than I am. But to give it to someone new, I I don't know. I think, I think I'm fine with the size the company is. 
and just want to give really, really good quality to our clients mm, yeah. as opposed mm -hmm. to just going out and getting 100 new clients. I really just want to take good care of our good quality clients, and that's done well for us for the past 10 years, so I really don't plan on changing that formula anytime soon. If it's working, don't right. And it. And Herb, it's mm -hmm. the four of y'all, do you have other employees or... Yes, actually, we have uh, currently we have three, uh, four. We have four other employees at the moment. So, do you do the tours, or do the employees? I do. do you do um, them sometimes. I do them sometimes. The employees do them, just based on availability. You know, sure. typical stuff like that. But um, no, there was just a big conference in town um, last couple of days, and we came in town Tuesday, and my wife and I we did a tour for that group. So. Uh, I love doing the tours, by the I way. I bet you do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like Stephanie. Like, she enjoys being a part of not just so, you know, yeah, we have employees. We we don't have a choice. But, you know, if it was left up to me, I'd be like Stephanie. I'd yeah. be doing it all myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and I, I get it. So, but, uh, yeah, no, we've got employees and they help out. They do a really good job um, and they enjoy it, too. So that makes it better. Well, Herb Peart and Stephanie Morris, you both bring so much joy to so many people every day through your creativity and the passion that you both clearly have for your companies and the work that you do. It's great to have entrepreneurs like you both in Baton Rouge raising the caliber of offerings for entertainment in the community and making so many people so happy <laughs> and in love with Baton Rouge. Thanks so much for joining me today on Out to Lunch. Thank, Thank you, Stephanie, for having me. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Stephanie Morris of Balloonatics of Baton Rouge and Herb Peart of Pedal Pub of Baton Rouge. You can find out more about Balloonatics and Pedal Pub by going to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast. You can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on our website, it's batonrouge.la. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Out to Lunch Baton Rouge social media. Photos are taken by Eric Otts. You can find more of Eric's photos on Instagram at at acro, that's A-C-R-E-A-U-X. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Today's show was engineered by J.T. O'Neill. And our associate producer is Peter Raschuti. Our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino and Ann Edelman. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you around the table at Mansour's again next week for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansour's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansour's is open for lunch daily 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com and by the East Baton Rouge Parish School System, inspiring humanity through transformational learning in the classroom and community. Initiatives like Pathways to Bright Futures allow students to graduate high school with an associate degree or an industry-based credential along with their high school diploma. More information at ebrschools.org. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at mitchellforeman.com. 
If you'd like to be part of Out to Lunch, to learn how your business or organization can become an Out to Lunch program partner, email info at inobroadcasting.com.